Welcome to this episode of the Citation Podcast. My name is Jill McAteer and I'm Director of Employment Law at Citation. In this episode, I'll be looking at the EU Retained Law Revocation and Reform Bill, which is currently progressing through Parliament. I'll be looking at what is being proposed in the bill and what effect this could have on employers and on employment rights in Britain. As the UK prepared to leave the EU, the government was faced with a thorny issue of how to handle the fact that, after 40 years of EU membership, much of our legal framework is derived from EU law. And if this had simply come to an end on Brexit Day, we would have been left with enormous gaps in our regulatory framework. They got around this problem by creating the concept of EU retained law, which basically meant that all EU-derived law in force on the day the UK left the EU would remain in force after Brexit. It was understood that over time the government might choose to make changes to some of these laws, but it was assumed that this would be done as a gradual process over a period of time. However, the purpose of the retained EU law bill is to bring this state of affairs to a rather abrupt end on 31st December 2023, when under the terms of the bill, all retained EU law will be repealed automatically unless the government chooses to either retain it or extend its end date. If the government decides to retain a piece of legislation, this will be known as restating it. But when doing so, the bill gives ministers the power to change the wording and concepts in the regulations. And this could mean significant changes to those rules. After it has been restated, the law will then be referred to as assimilated law and will remain in force after the December 2023 deadline. The government can also choose to extend the end date of a particular piece of legislation beyond December 2023, but this extension can't go beyond 23rd June 2026, which is of course the 10th anniversary of the Brexit vote. The bill doesn't cover Northern Ireland, nor does it cover primary legislation. These are acts of Parliament which contain many of the fundamental rules which govern employment relationships, such as the Employment Rights Act and the Equality Act. However, it would affect all EU-derived secondary legislation, and this includes key employment regulations such as the Working Time Regulations, the Chupi Regulations, the Part-Time Worker Regulations, and the Agency Worker Regulations. Defining exactly what is EU-derived law could be difficult in some areas. For example, with Chupi, our current regulations, although ultimately derived from European law, also contain UK enhancements, such as applying Chupi protection to service provision changes. These enhancements are known as gold plating, and technically they would continue to apply after the 31st December deadline, even if the main regulations were allowed to lapse on that date, which clearly would be a bizarre state of affairs. If all of this sounds quite chaotic, the situation could be even more problematic when it comes to European case law. All EU case law which was binding on the day we left the European Union remains in force today and must be followed by our lower courts. 
However, the bill would give courts much greater discretion to depart from these precedents. For example, it proposes that if an employment tribunal or lower court considers its determinations are directed by existing European case law and the point at issue is in the public interest, they can, either on the application of a party to those proceedings or indeed even on their own motion, refer it up to a higher court to consider the issue, which could lead to that EU precedent being overturned. The impact of this would be incredibly significant as over recent years it is European case law which has shaped fundamental areas of our employment law such as holiday pay. The main concern here for businesses will be the huge uncertainty this bill brings. Although employers can sometimes be frustrated by regulations, uncertainty as to the rules they need to follow is often a greater challenge. With this uncertainty, it becomes more difficult to plan for the future, and this is already a huge headache for employers in the aftermath of Brexit, the global pandemic and the current economic crisis. We could be faced with a situation where the December deadline looms and we simply do not know which regulations will survive the cut, and for those that do survive, how they will be interpreted. Even after the deadline, employment law rules which have been established through decades of European judgments will be cast into doubt. It's important to remember that this isn't law at present, and the bill is likely to be very controversial given the unprecedented power it puts in the hands of ministers to rewrite large areas of our regulatory framework without full parliamentary scrutiny. It's also questionable whether the government could effectively review decades' worth of regulation in a meaningful way by December 2023. At the last count, there were at least 2,400 sets of regulations across various government departments which would be affected. This would be an enormous task at the best of times, never mind at a time when the government's agenda is already jam-packed with economic and political challenges. Another issue may be the level playing field commitments the UK gave in the Brexit withdrawal agreement. This was an undertaking that the UK would retain the same regulatory standards which applied at the date of leaving the EU, particularly in the areas of environmental and employment law. If you were to move away from this to gain a competitive advantage, for example by having fewer employment rights, the EU has the power to apply sanctions, including trade tariffs. A further factor may be the fact that a wide-scale dismantling of regulation could also prove to be politically unpalatable, especially given the electoral battleground of the so-called red wall seats, where the government's record on workers' rights will be under particular scrutiny. So from an employment law perspective, we could be looking at anything from no regulatory changes to a complete overhaul of large areas of employment regulation. However, even if the government chooses to restate all legislation, the passing of this bill will put a question mark over whether employers can continue to rely upon the precedents established through European case law, leading to both greater uncertainty and a vastly increased risk of litigation. Of course, it's not a foregone conclusion that the bill would be passed. Although at the time of recording this podcast, Rishi Sunak is only two days into the role of Prime Minister, there are already rumblings that he may not be as committed to the December 2023 deadline as his predecessor. However, there's been no official comment on this yet, with Number 10 simply saying, it's too early to say. The business community will be keeping a very close eye on what happens next. (music) 
Thanks for joining us. We'll be providing further updates as they happen. To benefit from our advice on this and other HR and employment law issues, please feel free to contact us on 0345 844 1111. If you're already a Citation client, please contact our 24-7 advice line where our experts will be happy to help. 